All right, lead heads, welcome back to the Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 221, Dos Dos Uno. We are trucking right along with our episodes, and we have you lead heads to thank for that. So thanks for all the downloads and subscriptions that we're getting from iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Uh, there's probably a bazillion other podcasting stations out there that I don't even know that we're on. But uh, going to our website, our YouTube channel, you guys can find us everywhere. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you missed a monumental show. It was episode 220, and we had the group from CMP, Charlie Mike Precision, and we had Charlie Melton. We had Philip and we had Brad Stare, and those guys just made the world's longest rifle shot. They're not calling it a sniper shot because there wasn't a person at the end of that shot. They didn't kill anybody, uh, but they did hit the target, and uh, it was over 5,000 yards that they did, 2.86 miles, record, record shot. So we interview those guys, and they talk about uh, that world record that they broke, and then we also continued our interviews from the Big Three East with the guys from Maxim Defense, Troy Industries, and we also had a couple of the warriors from the Benghazi incident. Uh, if you guys have seen the movie 13 Hours, we had Chris Tonto Peranto, and we had Dave Boone Bitten. And a great interview with those guys. We're going to get them back on the show in a future episode and talk more about them and a little more personal interview with those guys. So check out that episode. Another great episode coming up for you guys this week. And uh, we're going to continue our interviews from the Big Three East. Uh, we've got several more of those, so that'll be in the next couple of episodes. You guys can look forward to that. Palmetto State Armory, Medieval Industries, uh, Gearhead Works, SGM Tactical, WMD Weapons, all kinds of great interviews coming up. And we're going to be continuing those in this episode. But first, we've got, we want to talk, we've been talking about long range lately. And I want to talk about targets, some ideal targets for long range. So, makes sense that we would have none other than X Steel Targets join us today. X Steel Targets. We've got Bud, Lori, and they've brought a friend with them, Troy. And we're going to be talking about uh, ideal targets for shooting 500 yards plus. So welcome in, guys. Ready? Bud, Lori, Troy. Hello. Can you hear us? We can hear you. So they're all sharing a microphone. So, <laughs> so they're going to take turns, uh, I guess, when, when each one of them wants to, to speak. But I wish you guys could see the background. They're in their trophy room, and uh, that is a awesome trophy room there. We, we'll talk about that a little bit also as we uh, get into the interview. And then helping me co-host this week, we've got another one of our lead heads and sponsors of the show from Frontier Tactical, Nate Love, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for having me back, sir. Well, it's glad to have you back, man. It's been a minute. Uh, we missed you down at Big Three. You were down there. You kind of showed up for, for one of the days. Um, caught a little rain, so it cut, cut us short. But uh, we didn't have an opportunity to get you on, so I wanted to have you on. Uh, and then Nate and I are working on some projects for the future that you leadheads are going to be very excited about. Can't talk about them yet, but uh, we'll talk about those soon. So, X-Steel Targets, you guys, uh, I mean, I can't say enough good things about your targets. Uh, my leadheads hear me say it every week. 
the best, most affordable AR-500 still targets on the market. And, you know, I don't say stuff unless I absolutely believed it. Casey Griggs, our three-gunner, uh, kind of introduced me to you guys. And uh, he's got a lot of your products, and we go down to his land down there, and we're, you know, always tinging away on those targets. Have you guys got some new stuff in the works? We sure do. We got um, some ground flashers coming out, and they'll be in uh, 6, 8, and 12-inch. And, and how they're set up is uh, it'll be a gong close to the close to the ground, and it, it's good for long range because it it'll indicate your hit with a flasher. It'll kind of pivot up and flash you. And then we have uh, whoa whoa back up. I got no talk. How's that work again? It's um it's on a base and it it sits low to the ground. Okay. And it it'll have like a twelve inch gong. It's reversed from you know if it's swinging off a pe- um off a frame. Uh huh. So it's balanced on the bottom where when when you shoot the target. When when you impact the target, it rotates up and it's got a flasher, you know that it like a mirror up. or something. I'm sorry, like a mirror or what are you talking about? A flasher? No, it'd be a, a just a painted orange piece of steel or or, or cardboard. Okay, just enough that the it, it'll rock up from a protected plate in the front where you don't shoot the bottom, and it, it'll flash you. So you'll be able to see that at a pretty good distance. Okay, you know, that, that's a big thing. A lot of people are going with um. A lot lighter rounds, you know, they're dropping down to 105 grain, six mm dashers, and you know, it it it's hard to indicate hits, and hopefully this will improve that. And what size is that target? I'll uh, make them uh, six, or I'm sorry, eight, ten, and twelve. Eight, ten, and twelve inches. So probably good out to what? Thousand, twelve to a thousand. Twelve to a thousand. Know, okay. Thousand. Now these guys were using for this world record shot. They were using a 420 grain bullet. Yeah, <laughs> that is a that is a big bullet. And I think they said the target that they were shooting was is a forty inch target. Yep, it was about a forty inch target. And they didn't have an AR five hundred steel target. I think they just found some scrap metal or something that they had. Um, but how much would a forty inch AR five hundred steel target weigh? Uh, matter how thick it would be. Um, I'd have to punch it out on my phone there. Forty inch, probably about a. If it's three eighths or five sixteenths, it'd be somewhere in the ballpark of one hundred and twenty pounds. Well, that's that's not too bad. That's not as heavy as I was thinking it was going to be. No, and because we we've hung some, I have some AR four hundred that uh, that we attempted to hang at five hundred and shoot them with twenty twos. Yeah, and but yeah, they, I think that was one hundred right at one hundred twenty pounds. We weighed it because it was pretty impressive for the stand. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, you're gonna have to have a. I mean, you're either gonna have to do one of those hanging, you know, where you do the hangers or. That's probably the best way to do it, is do a hanging. Well, I make I make some braces, but all you got it all you use is a one inch conduit, and that one inch conduit held it up. Oh, nice! <clears throat> I actually have three of them throughout South Dakota and Minnesota that are forty two inch gongs hung up by his conduit stands. Oh, and nice! And they're 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 not light. Yeah, you roll them around. You don't carry them. <laughs> <laughs> so those would definitely be. Um, probably on our list for shooting 500 yards plus, you know, over a thousand yards getting uh, you know, like a one mile target. Yeah. thousand yards. You don't need anything that big. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's still <laughs> nice to hit and hear that gong. <laughs> There's nothing more satisfying than hearing, you know, the ting of hitting that steel. That's what I love. I love that. So what else you got? You got, you got the flasher. Is that what we call them? Flasher targets. Right. That'd be a flasher. And then I have a, we just came out with some know your limits. I don't have them on the website yet, and they range from uh, and then and they they're instead of having a strap on them, they're solid steel to the to the gong. 
but you have them on a cross brace and I got them from three to ten inch so you know you put them out there about 500 600 yards and and you you shoot across there until you you miss and then you start over and shoot again okay how many are you putting on a string for that uh anywhere from four to five four to five okay. yeah start at three three inch four inch uh, five inch six eight and ten and those would be like swinging gongs yep those swinging gongs and what's nice about them instead of ha hanging on straps or chains they'll, they'll swing completely around you know oh, good okay. impact. Yeah. what are they on i'm sorry are they just on like arms that they're... yeah they're okay. on arms they're solid arms it's all one piece a solid arm coming off the, the one-inch round stock. One-inch round stock for the cross brace, and then it's solid all the way to the target, and the target's hooked to the to the upright. I can't tell you how yep. many chains that we break <laughs> when when Casey and I go shooting. We're constantly killing those chains. Even during competitions, you know, they're they're always running down there, changing out chains and belts. I know the last one Troy and I shot that was one of the biggest. That was the biggest holdup. You know, yeah, they were going down there having to swap out. Yeah, so I like the idea of that arm. That's going to hold up a lot better. I have a love-hate relationship with that target. I hate shooting them in matches because they give you zero feedback on if you hit the right side or the left side. So I just bought myself one because you have to have it. It makes you a way better shooter when you have to learn to spot the splash or the poof on the, the target. The sweet spot? Because it doesn't, it doesn't swing right or left at all. You yeah. can't tell if you're, the wind's getting you know, a little off to the right and if it's no... You lose all your points if it's an your limit point, you know, rack. <laughs> right, right. But it still gives you that ting if you hit it. Oh, yeah. Left or right. So. But then, you know, like, what do you... It, but for uh, competition, you know, yeah. Yep. Yeah, when you start off on the on the 8-inch and you hit it and you swing it, and then you got to drop to the 6, and you hit it and swing it or move it, well, you, you can't really... It don't help you to um, get your dope right by the time you get to the 3-inch. Yeah. You know, to correct in whatever direction you might be hitting your target on. Because in a competition... Most of the time, by the time you get there, everything's shiny. You know, they've got the paint all shot off it. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to go repaint those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For each shooter, you know, that's fair play, right? Well, yeah, but they can't run back and forth, with, you know, from <laughs> six to 1,000 yards. What kind of jack leg competitions are you guys going to? <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. That's exciting. That sounds exciting. I like the sound of that one also. That one uh, definitely will be a, a hit. So you're already using yeah. that in competitions. I, I will. This next year, M&M's going to buy some, and they, they have a competition towards the end of the year. And it's, it's, a, it's a fun competition. Do they give away tasty it, treats at that? I'm sorry? I said, do they give away tasty treats at that? You said M&M. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> different M&M, right? Yeah, different M&M. They, they had like 70 pounds of a smoked brisket this last time out there. So oh. Yeah. <laughs> It was a fun shoot. And where's that at? It's at Rapid City, South Dakota. Rapid City, South Dakota. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. You know, and then coming out of here where we got trees and cornfields and no wind, and then going out there having to shoot, it's uh, it's, it's different, right? Yeah, no doubt. It's spanked easy. So what else you got on the horizon? Well, then we have uh, a bunch of 22 targets coming up for all the uh, National Rifle League. Uh-huh. You know, that's going to be a big thing this next coming year. Uh, because every little club can compete against anybody throughout the nation. So what kind of targets are those going to be? Uh, it's just going to be a similar to uh, one setup will be similar to that uh, Know Your Limits, except for it starts from a quarter inch and goes to uh, six inch. I think six inch is the largest target. And then um, a bunch, then they'll have, uh, oh, like little gongs that'll, that'll hang on something like 
something similar to um, shepherd's hooks. Okay, I got you. And and all these are going to be available on your website for the lead heads to go and it, they sure will. We're in, put in their Christmas stockings. Nice, because we got Christmas coming up, so these can make some nice gifts for people. Yeah, get your orders in now because you guys are going to get swamped over the holidays. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we did like last year. You know, we had we were filling two mail trucks a day. I know that's what I'm saying. So these lead heads, yeah. they got to get a jump on it. Um, it's coming up. It's we're already what mid uh, end of October. Holy cow! It's uh, it's not mid. It's end. <laughs> then we do have a which is it's a little bit bigger than a full size Ipsa, but it's it's something similar to a Doolin tree. It's it has um, you know the knockout in the head on the Ipsa, and then it has four three inch targets down through the center part of the body, and then in the pelvic, it's got two two and a half inch on either side on both sides. So. We, we custom made them for the Minneapolis Police Department. They mm-hmm. wanted them. And then uh, then St. Paul bought them. And then we've sold several at shows and stuff like that. So we don't have them on our website quite yet, they're, but they, they're coming. Yeah. And what do you call those? LSZ Target. LSZ Target. I call it Iron Maiden. There you go. See, Lori, <laughs> you got to come up with something that sticks to the meat, you know. <laughs> I like that. Iron Maiden. Yeah. And it is it is Iron Maiden. It's heavy. <laughs> It's just nothing jumped it on your shoulders. Yeah. I make her carry it in on oh, the shoulders. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> That's your workout, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, very good. And is there anything else you got coming out that we can look forward to for the holiday? No, but what we'll, we'll be having is uh, once we get our, our laser table, once we get the blessing from the city, and then it's going to be a month and a half away and a, before we can move into the building and get our start getting our stuff set up in there we'll have our own laser table so there from there we'll be able to open our catalog pretty wide very good so a laser yeah. table what's that gonna enable you to do that you're not currently it'll, doing? it'll allow us to to um see right now i got to depend on somebody else and then go through all the hoops to, to get parts cut mm-hmm. which it, it's still pretty good i mean because it's um it's all still family but it's it still takes time and it still waiting on it, somebody else right right yeah. It's got to go through the channels. Well, good. So how soon is that going to come? I hope. Uh, first of the year, probably. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like to get into it quicker because, you know, it gets colder in the well digger's ass right here. <laughs> 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 you know, when you start hauling that stuff in there in December, that city people ought to get up there and help me tote it in there. It still gets cold, <laughs> don't it? It gets cold. <laughs> Nathan, don't be a night on a log over there, son. I just don't want to interrupt well, that's what you're here to do. <laughs> that's what you're here to do. I'm that's not, what co-hosts moderate you. That's what co-hosts do. <laughs> so we want to talk um, long range. We've been talking long range, like I said, for a couple of shows now, and I want to get into you know targets at long range. And you're talking about you got two new target or that one target, the the flash target, and you said it goes up to 12 inches. Yes. You know, 12 inches at a thousand is tiny. You know, that's, that's still, um, that's an MOA. That's still over an MOA. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, when you're trying to dial stuff in and, and get it in, you want something a little, a little bigger, something a little more meat on it. Um, yeah. I'm talking, you know, personally here. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was hitting a six inch plate at 500, um, with the 308, uh, consistently, uh, when I went shooting with Casey this weekend, we went to a place called Eagle. Eagle Eye uh, Shooting Complex, I think is what it's called. And uh, they've got uh, targets out uh, up to 500. And we were just nailing it uh, consistently. 
but I want to go out further than that. So I'm stretching my legs. And we were at big three. They had up to 900, and we were out pinging those. And those were like they had some larger silhouette targets that we were pinging on that. Well, uh, I don't know if you notice with your shooting some longer distances like that, you have a hard time seeing if you hit the target or not. Have you have you noticed that that much? Or Well, uh, at the at the 900 when we were hitting it, no, I didn't have a problem seeing it at all. Okay. No. Really? I was using a 5 by 25 uh, from Right On USA. Yep. And, uh, I mean, you could see the splash, no problem. Excellent, yep. And sometimes when the mirage starts to get a little harder and or there's no paint left on the mm-hmm. left on the target, it makes it a little more difficult. What I've started to buy for more of my targets are the quarter-inch AR-500 mm-hmm. for the long... Because then you start to get a little bit more feedback um, as far as the impact of the target. The sound, so the, the thickness will help with the... the well, uh, sound is actually a, a nicer sound as well. Mm-hmm. But more, um, you know, when we shoot with other guys or shoot at matches, you know, you might follow the trace in. You might look for the splash on the target. You might look for the splash on the ground. Well, you can actually still see target movement if you have a 16-inch target that's, let's say, a quarter inch. Mm-hmm. You can still see movement, you know, at 600 or 900 yards. Yeah. Where with the Mirage, you can't see the splash as much, and you can't follow the, the trace sometimes. Yeah. So I buying more of those quarter inch targets and so you um, can hear it you're getting a, an audible durable. yeah but they're very durable too because um i one of my uh long range guns would be um i have a 28 nosler that's throwing a 197 grain bullet at 3200 feet per second that guy's that guy's got some oomph to it yeah and I had a little quarter inch target at 600 yards and it didn't do anything to it hmm. i was kind of like a torture test i guess <laughs> sure yeah well you know and that's the thing too is uh when you're shooting the long ranges, you know, you want something that's going to be durable also, but you want something flexible enough to where you can shoot it closer range and then move it on out to, to longer range. Yep. But, uh, that, that's something else too is, is the sound because you, like you said, sometimes you can't see the splash and the mirage that we were getting at that range that we were shooting at this weekend was pretty bad. I mean, it was, it was like a microwave. They had a microwave oven going down there or something. And, uh, but we could hear it, you know, so that helped. Yep. You know, as far as size of targets, we're busting that uh, coyote size target at 1250 in it at uh, Dakota Classic, wouldn't we? You know, so that, that's, that's not that big a target. Yeah. As you start getting more proficient with your long range shooting, so I'm just kind of starting off as a novice perspective. Right. So, as a novice, you know, from my perspective, uh, I would think I would want to start off with something a little larger and then work my way down to, you know, obviously something sm- smaller. But uh, a lot of times I go out and shoot by myself, you know, so I want, I want to be able to know, you know, kind of where I'm at quicker than, yeah, if I've got, if I've got one of your targets, an X, uh, uh, X steel targets and I can, one, I can hear it. I know I hit the target. So then, you know, I know to go look and see where I hit the target, you know, if, if, because when you're shooting from the scope, you don't always, you know, see it. Cause you, like you said, you got heat mirages and, you know, sometimes the, you know, you come off scope and you lose, you know, sight of where the bullet went. And then you got to get back on target and see where it hit. But if you hear, you're like, yeah, I know I hit it. Boom. Then you can start, you know, making your adjustments, your dope and, and all that. That's, that's just, that's my way of thinking. And Nate will tell you, you know, I don't really think logically a lot of times. <laughs> no, I think that's what all of our wives tell us anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as the, the shooting steel, it's, it's, it's nothing like shooting paper. Once you shoot that steel, you're addicted to it. Oh, but yeah. that, you, you can see your hits. I, I, I've only got 700 yards here, which uh, I, 
I'm getting ready to build something, which right now I've got uh, uh, some belt racking where I can climb on top of that and get to 800. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk. That's going to lead us into our jack wagon train here in a minute. But, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I got tired of uh, printing out targets and remembering if I had enough paper targets. And I always know I got a couple plates in the back of the truck. So I can always go hang them and, and shoot them all day and not have to run out there and change paper. Right. And you can see your impacts even. You know, I mean, it, with a fresh painted target, you, you can see your impacts after the hits. So, you, you know, how tight you're grouping. Yeah, absolutely. I'd rather carry around cans of paint than reams of paper. Yeah, and make sure you carry it. Don't leave it down there by the target because you it'll it'll blow it up. Not the trap <laughs> metal will cause it to spray while you're sitting back here popping at it. That was probably accidental. You were talking earlier about having the flexibility with targets. Um, yeah. One of the targets is uh, that it's an easy set target is what it's called. And that's like a mini IPSC. It's what, maybe 12 inches by 20? 20, 20. probably, somewhere in there. And it's got three different angles on it. So you can angle it down, and I've shot it with my uh, pistol, you know, up close range, you know, 10 yards even. You mm -hmm. know, have it angled so that all the, all the bullets go straight down. You also set it totally vertical, and it's, it's got little handles. It's easy to carry way out there. I've shot it at 1,000 yards, too. Okay. That's, that's one of my favorite targets because that one target does everything from close range pistol to long range rifle. Right, and that's what, you know, as a, as a beginner, as a novice, getting into, you know, the, the shooting, accuracy, precision, long range, you kind of want something because you don't have a lot of money, you know, or maybe you do. I mean, we got listeners that probably could, you know, buy whatever the hell they wanted. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a frugal kind of guy, so you know, I don't want to have to go out and spend any more money than than absolutely is necessary. So, versatility with targets, and that's what you get with the AR500 steel targets. Also, is you get a lot of versatility with those, so you can do short range, mid range, long range with those. Yeah. The easy target, the easy set target's a little bit more expensive than, let's say, a 12-inch gong, but it comes with a stand automatically. Yeah. And that's you know, if you're if you're just putting up uh, gongs out on property that you own, it's really nice to be able to have something you can just carry out and just throw up anywhere. Oh, absolutely! The, I'm telling you, one of the, mo the most frustrating things that that gets me is going and setting up targets. Is you know I'll forget a stand or I don't have you know one that'll <laughs> fit this target you know just right. So. That's another great thing that you guys offer is, you know, you've got stands for a lot of your targets. And that particular target that Troy was just talking about, you know, the, the base is even made out of AR-500 to where the frags don't eat it up. Yeah, yeah, because those wood, those wood only last a little bit, you know, they won't last forever, <laughs> and then you're having to replace that wood constantly. Right. You know, we started making body armor, too. What? And, and, yeah, I bought some, which we really haven't got into marketing yet. I've got uh, the bedliner equipment and everything to spray it with and uh we, we sprayed a two by four and it held up real well with that bed liner yeah yeah on, on, a, on our two by four post for a target yeah it held up real well oh nice it contained but your body armor's not made of wood <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you're not using two by fours with a bed liner on uh, for your body armor right i wanted to add something too about the targets yeah. Uh, we, uh, so one of the first steel targets I ever shot at was at 100 yards, and I'm shooting 6.5 Grendel, and I'm putting it right between the eyes of this E-type silhouette. And we get done shooting. I've done all my zeroing for that range. I'm going to move out to the next distance. We go over there to pick up the target, and it wasn't my target. It was one of the range targets. And this target's only 12 inches by 18 inches. I had no idea at that range because I'd never really dealt with steel targets at that point. But you really don't need a giant, you know, 36 by 36 inch gong out there, yeah. especially if you're not shooting at distance. So 
the weight that you're actually needing to accomplish what you're trying to do. Yeah. That's why, you know, when Bud's talking about the six inch targets and eight inch targets, that's really all you need to get the feedback that you need. And, to it is. And, and I've been waiting for one of you guys to jump on this and say, you know, if you sight your rifle in, I mean, use your, you know, your paper target, sight your rifle in at, you know, a hundred, 200, whatever. Then as you're going out to distance, then you're not going to need that big target. Like I've been saying that I need at, right. you know, a thousand or, you know, whatever. So I've been waiting for when you guys to jump on that, but <laughs> nobody's yeah, like, Hey, need a military boresight panel out. Nobody's like, Hey, dumbass, sight your rifle in before you go out that long. And then, <laughs> but yeah, well, so we're going to beat you up too bad. <laughs> well, I mean that I like to play, you know, devil's advocate. So you know, that's what I'm here for. Devil's advocate. So you guys, you know, can jump on me, make fun of me. That's what I'm here for. But you know how I got started in these steel targets was I had a piece of plate that was inch and a quarter thick by about two foot wide by four foot tall, and I welded a chain on the back side of it and tied it, chained it the top side to a tree where it just kind of hinged, you know, rock back and forth. Well, I thought that'd be a real good target for my 50 cal and 338. Well, I got to smoking it with my 50 cal and 338. I went, I got down there. You know, went and checked on the target, and it looked like on that inch and a quarter, it looked like you took a hot rod, and, and it was just mild steel, and and started from the front and shoved it in, and it boiled that steel out from the out the front and boiled it out the back, <laughs> blowed a hole smooth through it. <laughs> that 18 by 24, I got hanging at 200 yards, you know, to zero at, and whenever somebody comes over and wants to shoot the 50, I just you know I keep them at 200 yards because I you know I'd hate to turn that big bullet loose go across the county, so. And they, they slap that pretty good at, at 200 yards, and it, it dents it a little bit, but it, it, it don't go through it. Yeah. It makes it dance. Well, very good. So the point that I was I was trying to get around was that you, know, you don't need these big, huge steel targets at distance. You can get away with and be perfectly fine and accurate with the 12-inch. The you know, at, yep. you said you shoot that up to 1,000, right? You're hitting that one. You know, up to yeah. a thousand, but yeah, I mean, you, but you can make as big as somebody's willing to reach into their pockets for. <laughs> right. We make full size deer. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We talk about that. You make harvest targets. Uh, yeah. What other, and, uh, what other animals do you guys do silhouettes of? I made a buffalo before. A buffalo. Holy cow. How much did that weigh? Uh, I forget what we shipped it and I forget what it weighed. And I've got a full size moose in my front yard and a elk in my front yard. <laughs> yeah. Full size moose stands on its own. The elk you got to prop up. But I think you should do for every animal you've got on your wall there. You should do a silhouette for that. And you've got, yeah. I don't know, dozens and dozens of different animals over there. Hopefully, what? I can put another one on next week. It won't go on the wall, but I'll kill a nice whitetail up there in Saskatchewan. Oh, nice! I see a bear. I see a leopard. What's that to the right of the leopard there, in between the leopard and the boar? That's a jackalope. No, that's a big snake skin. That's a snake skin. Okay, I thought. I was like, no, that's too long to be anything. What kind of snake was that? Holy cow, that's like seven feet long. No, it's oh, longer than that. Yeah. It's about 14. It's okay. <laughs> I can't see the whole thing. I just see. Door, yeah. Man. But, uh, I was working over in North Africa in Algeria, and it, it was as a horrible place. But anyways, uh, every time we'd set a record, they'd give us a case of beer, and I don't drink. So I'd, <laughs> I'd go to this. They had a hay wagon full of beer, you know, cases of beer. And I'd go over and I'd grab a case and I'd grab two cases. And that little Algerian said, you know two cases, you know two cases. 
I said, yeah, my brother needs a case. He's drunk here in the room. He said, you know, brother, you know, brother. So I got two cases of beer and dragging that little Algerian back to my room. Finally, he turns loose and I get that one time. He was fighting you for it, huh? Yeah, yeah. I had 50 cases of beer in there, and that, that that's what I'd trade for, stuff like that right there. And, and those, uh, oh, they, they made real neat um, sand rose pottery and stuff like that. Yeah. So you're using it as currency, basically. You're just oh yeah, it's good trading stuff. Good, good yeah. trade bait. Nice. What kind of beer do they like over there? They drink at St. Pauli's. Oh, they like St. Pauli's, huh? Yeah. That's weird. In Nigeria. Algeria. Algeria. Yeah, and yeah, the and then we were in the Sierra Desert. That we we built that pipeline from Libya to Morocco. I bet you got some good stories about that. Oh well, I just had a guy tell me, well, um, we're having some guns shipped in from him. He says, well, here in Phoenix, we like to shoot indoors. It's a, you know, when it gets up to about 120, I said, man, I tell you what, there'd been days I wish it was only 120. <laughs> <laughs> it was only 120. Yeah, that's here. It is. It's hot. We'll, we'll get into that in another show. I'd like to hear some of those stories. That'd be, that'd yeah. be a good thing to do. But I hear that jack wagon train rolling in. So, Gunny, bring it on in and let's throw some people on the train. Hoorah, simplify, do or die, hold them high at 8th and nine. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. It's been a while since we've had the Jack Wagon train, so there's probably tons and tons and tons of people that I could go back and throw on the train, but just so happens this weekend, there's going to be a group of people coming to my area of uh, Tennessee, here in Murfreesboro, and in a town called Shelbyville. Uh, it's that, uh, that same group that was in Charlottesville, that uh, white supremacist rioters or protesters. So they're coming to protest uh, white lives matter. I think that's what their, I don't their gripe is. So I'm throwing these guys on the jack wagon train. One, because what they stand for is completely un-American. And uh, they're just shit stirrers. They're just here to, to stir a bunch of shit. So I want to put a word of caution out there to anyone who uh, hears that when these people are going to protest and they're going to be in a certain area that you don't fall into that trap and go and let them antagonize and start the riots and get tempers flared. If you just ignore their protest, which I mean, I know in your mind, you're like, well, you can't let them get away with that because you don't agree with it, but you're doing exactly what they want. You're falling into their trap. They want people, they expect people to come out. Why do you think they're wearing all this body armor and they've got these shields and, you know, they're wanting to fight. Don't fall into that trap. So you white supremacist or whatever you're calling your nationalist, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. You guys are definitely on the jack wagon train. Nathan, you got a jack wagon? Sure do. Kind of in the same vein. Uh, November 4th, uh, there's a bunch of protests that are supposedly going to go on by Antifa or the uh, fascist, whatever group, um, they're, they're nothing more than communists. Yeah, all right. Uh, they just, or at least tools for the communists, and they just don't believe it. Also, about as far from American as you could be. Um, and also, just trying to go out there and break and destroy property and have someone listen to their message, even though their message is completely illogical and irresponsible. Right. Uh, so yeah, they're going right on the jack wagon, hopefully and, under it. And yeah, under, on the train, they're going to be dragged behind it. But right. I mean that's the thing it works. it goes both ways. You've got the you got you know the people for white lives matter, you got the people for the black lives matter, you've got the an, anti fa or whatever antifa. Yeah, it's goobers. Um 
and but yes. the, but who's fueling, who's fueling, who is fueling all this? The media is fueling all this. This is what they live for. They live for these groups clashing with one another so they can go and they can get the. It's like watching a NASCAR race. People watch the NASCAR race to see a crash, you know, to see a wreck. I mean, I know there's a lot more behind it than that, but that's that's what the media lives for. They want to see people at at odds. And I saw a advertisement actually, and there's no telling who's behind it, but they were advertising they're going to pay five hundred dollars per person that will come and protest against the protesters. So they're they're. <laughs> It's it's just it's chaos waiting to happen, and you know that's again I don't know who's behind it, but you know there's been speculation as to what groups are behind the uh, the poking and the prodding and the antagonizing, uh, but that's my point is don't don't add fuel to the fire. These guys have a right to go. I don't care who it is, if it's the white supremacist, the black supremacist, they have a right to organize and protest. You know it's their right in a peaceful manner. But if you're going and you're spitting in their face and you're, you know, uh, opposing them publicly, there's other ways to do it that you can oppose and, and make your, your views known. Uh, but going and starting riots is not one of them. That's not the way to do it. So I'm if you get a chance, Marty, if you got a chance, send them our way this weekend. Uh, we'll be in Savannah, Georgia, doing a charity golf tournament for the Army Rangers. I don't Very think nice. it'll turn out the way that they want, but you're welcome <laughs> to come down here. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to have anything to do. I'm not going to be anywhere near any of that because I don't want to have anything to do with it. You know, I bet the bad part of them protesters, they don't even know what they're protesting for. Well, that's that's the thing is people are paid to go and be they're there for the money. They don't even know why they're there. Uh, the way that they worded it, I wish I could find the ad. I don't have it in front of me right now, but it was they were looking for actors uh, stage or not stage, but live performers or something like that to go and <laughs> maybe we should run down there with our company banners so we can get some airtime on national media. <laughs> no, do not do that. That's just again, that's <laughs> that's encouraging these I'm people just, to I'm, do this. I'm crap. a capitalist. I'm trying to you know exploit the opportunity. Well, that that's what the media is doing. You know, that's what the. Right. And I don't want to say it's right wing because you know, it's any media. They, they're all taking advantage of it. They're taking advantage of people's uh, passions. They're and that literally is the opposite of what we stand for. They're trying to divide people when we, you know, we all know that we have more in common than what divides us. So rather than trying to be a positive force in our country, they're trying to divide everyone and create destruction. Yeah, but these this group of people this group of people is so small. They are such a small percentage of the population that again, if you just don't fall into their trap, let them protest. They'll go away. the The people that they're protesting to, I mean, it's on a Saturday. What government official is in office on Saturday? <laughs> None. <laughs> None. Exactly. To, to your point about the small percentage, most sociopaths do make up the smallest percentages of a, of a group. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's not the working man that's protesting because he can't afford to take off work. <laughs> I don't know. No, you're absolutely. I'm not right. a politician. I'm not a what? What'd you say? I said you're absolutely right, and I can attest to that because that's actually what my wife does to me. She just ignores you. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the way I feel. You know, when when I come on to a great idea and nobody's giving me any feedback on it, I just like, well, maybe that's not a good idea. 
It's like whatever, honey. Just don't spend money. <laughs> <laughs> so those those are our jack wagons. Um, but I don't know if you want to get into this or not. But uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about how you've been uh, trying to build a range out to behind your place, and you've run into some obstacles. Right, right. Well, not not, not anymore because we don't have any backstops out there. We had to take them all down. Had to take six inches out of my road to, to get to the back of the property because filling a floodplain, it wasn't a wetland. But so, uh, but that came at that was kind of one of the obstacles. Right, right. That was a huge obstacle because somebody's and, and, determination yeah. that that's wetlands or whatever were protected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing was in a wetland. I but I I know all about wetlands. I, I uh, you know working pipelines. You know we'll 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 cut 150 foot of right away from Minneapolis to Miami. And we got to deal with wetlands and yeah. floodplain was a new one on me, you know. So, and, so let's give our listeners a little background. So, you're trying to uh, put a range in behind your is it your shop? Yeah, behind my shop. Yep. Yep, behind your shop. Uh, shop is that a commercial piece of property? Well, no, it wasn't. It was a, and, and see, that's what they wanted to tie it to is commercial, and which um, that that's how it got shut down. You know, we 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 had a couple matches there. You know, probably thirty shooters. Yeah. Had a good time, you know. There's there's not a whole lot of places to shoot that kind of distances in this part of the country. Yeah. You know, we we've got to travel about five hours to New York Mills to, for a good competition. Twelve, well, and then then Harris, that's another one. That's that's about two hours from here. Yeah. And then Red Wing, you know. But there, our style of shooting, long range shooting, there's still a lot of people that's it, it's kind of got a little bit of fear of you know shooting over the berms and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, we're we're not just bringing a for the most part of them, well, all of them, you know, they, they know where their guns are going to hit or they wouldn't be there. Right. You know, they're, they're not going to be blasting out their a turret, off, you know, a full spin off on their turret or something like that, which you could. But yeah. then, you know, they, it, that's a DQ. Well, that's a DQ, it. but then also it could be a, you know. Catastrophe. A catastrophe uh, on, on down the way. But where you're at, it's acceptable to shoot guns right yeah right it's legal to shoot in the county i mean it's and there's nothing behind us no it's it's in a it's kind of it's well it's in a river bottom valley in a valley and it's uh probably about a 30 foot climb out to the next road you know and it's a good long bottom in it you know and this is all your property right that's my property this is all your property but you're being told that you cannot build or put a range out there yeah, this this lady told me uh, we yeah, but anyways, this lady told me she dictates <laughs> who and where they shoot at in the county. She said I, that I never yeah she well I got it in writing. It's in a letter. It's, it's in my seat. It's this letter. Yeah, and she um I I don't know that we we had to go through commissioner meetings and township meetings and you know just uh and once she hit our range then then I manufacture here and plus I got a retail you know on uh, firearms suppressors and and do a little gunsmithing and. She attacked all that. So then we had to get special use permits. I mean, they, they make cement mixers about a mile down the road. You can hear them banging and clanging on all them. You know, yeah. and she's worried about how bright my light was, my outside light. She was worried about how loud, loud my saw was going to be. <laughs> she's worried about where I'm going to put my scrap iron outside. She thought I had to. So you I just became to... a, a project for her is what you what you. Yeah, do. exactly. She's, she's probably <laughs> running for re-election or something. And she's, they hire her. Oh, she's, she's hired. Yeah, get her fired, son. <laughs> I, I I today. Yeah, I would have. Uh, uh, I would protest. 
Yeah. I would get a mob together and go peacefully protest and have her removed, fired. You're 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 fired. And say, guess what, lady? I dictate whether you work here or not. Well, that's why people have to get involved in their county um, government, county and um, city governments a little bit more, you know, because they can pass ordinances that, you know, you got to go get a permit to put a fence up or something like that around your house or a permit to, to repair your roof. Yeah. That's another business, I don't feel, but whatever. But it's in town, you know, in, in anything in town, you have to have permits to do anything. Yeah. We live in the country. So. But, yeah, our range is in the country, but we're fi- that property we're fixing to buy is in town. Yeah. And and it's just it's hard for me to understand how somebody can tell you how to run your business when they don't have the first penny in it. No, no, here's what it is. This is the truth. Bud is the biggest rule breaker ever. Well, that's what they make. <laughs> breaking the law, breaking the law. He does not like rules. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people don't. Again, you know, it's... <laughs> hands off government needs to stay out of a lot of the stuff that we do that's why we live where we live because uh the state laws and county laws and that kind of stuff but i would tell you if you need me to i'll write you a letter that you can hand off to her that says that you're going to be moving your business down to florida and taking all your tax revenue with it <laughs> you're going to sell off the property to like a pig farm or something that's going to just drop property value across the board <laughs> well we, we're a registered food lot chickens chickens find the worst possible outcome for her and send that to her supervisor yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but they um they send the sheriffs out here not near as much as what they used to you know, not, I'm talking about my former range. <laughs> you know, what are you doing out there, bud? Come yeah. on, now. Okay. He's running table saws and bright lights and loud music. Exactly. scrap metal outside there. You know, we're up here. Hundred you know, bolts. Yeah. These, uh, you know, farmers, their 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 tree line is full of scrap iron. You know, uh, old farm equipment stuff like that. What? What? When did that start? But I mean. There, there's no words to shoot. Well, she says there's three other ranges in the county, and if got one of them down, hey, but you know they, they, you know your bullets don't warm up at 200 yards. <laughs> now, is is this a private range, or are you opening this up to the public? This is a private range. Okay, well then they got no say so. <laughs> it's a private right. range. It's not open to the public. She she allowed that I couldn't have friends over to shoot, which we do. You know. Yeah. Well, it, but I don't have any berms anymore. All right. What what state are you in? Minnesota. In Minnesota. All right, so Leadheads. If you guys, and what, what part of Minnesota? Southeastern. Southeastern Minnesota. Looks like Stalingrad, Minnesota. All right. Yeah. We've, we've, I'm sure we've got Leadheads out there that are listening to the show that know a good attorney that could put this lady <laughs> in her place. Get in touch with Bud and Lori at X Steel Targets. Uh, just go to their website. There's a, there's a contact us uh, tab there. And, uh, if you've got some uh, some good attorneys that you could recommend, I think we could get this problem solved for you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leadhead tonight, baby. You know, I haven't been to Minnesota recently, but I'm thinking maybe I'm going to schedule a trip for a manufacturer's demonstration for law enforcement at a local private range. <laughs> <laughs> I might just send over a notification letter to her office informing her that it's going to occur. 
<laughs> All right, guys. So that does it for our jack wagon train. Gunny, get that train out of here. More coming uh, next week. I've got several more I want to throw on the jack wagon train. I'm sure we'll probably gain a few between now and then also. But uh, before we um, we get into our continuing coverage of Big 3 East, guys, I've got a big announcement to make. You know, we've been running a, uh, a contest for uh, a logo that best represents our subscribers, our listeners, the Leadheads. And they were all um, subscribers submitted. And we've been running a voting, uh, I guess it's a contest. You guys vote on your favorite logo. And we had three finalists. Chuck Sanford had submitted the certified Leadhead logo, uh, the one that's got the uh, mushroomed bullet, like it, like it's hit an AR-500 steel target. Then we had Travis Chapman, who submitted the bullet logo, and, and we took a little liberty with these logos, guys, too. You guys send us the concepts. We sent them to our artist, and uh, we kind of you know tweaked them a little bit. But you got rough drafts. So the ones you're seeing are rough drafts. The final one, the winner, which we're getting ready to announce, we're going to take that logo. We're going to make a shirt. We're going to make patches. And that's going to be the official Leadhead logo for you guys. And Travis did the, the bullet that I was telling you about. It said uh, Talking Lead and then Leadhead on the bullet. And it's coming out and it's got a face on it. It's really cool. And then we had Brad Scouton who designed the Leadhead Brigade, the Talking Lead Leadhead Brigade. It had the old flintlock muskets crossed and then it said Leadhead Brigade on it. So we appreciate everybody that took part and submitted ideas and logos. And then all you people that voted, thousands, thousands of you leadheads voted. And the winner by, I mean, it wasn't even close. He, the other two to combined, uh, I guess it might have been half of what they got. So they got half of all the votes. And congratulations. Well, actually, I want to do the, the first runner-up. We'll do it that way. Isn't that how they do competitions like that, guys? Yeah. So the first runner-up. Need the drums. All right, so first runner-up with, and these two were close. They were neck and neck. So his first runner-up, is that the one before the one who wins? No, that's, that'd be second runner-up is the one you're, and then the first runner-up. Second runner-up, then first runner-up. Is that how I'm doing it? So in third place. <laughs> You've got to go in three or three and then go. How about this? Uh, so in third place with 25% of the votes, is the number three logo, which the way he had them numbered. So number one was the, and this is the way you voted on them, number one uh, was the bullet, number two was the brigade, and number three was the certified leadhead. Number three, coming in with 25% of the vote, is Chuck Sanford with certified leadhead, which was a great, a great uh, logo. I love that logo. But he came in number three, so... And this is all voter. You know, I can't decide. You know, it's not my choice. It's you guys. Coming in second. Actually, I should just do the winner, right? Is that how they do it? They skip the second and they do the winner? I'll just do second place. So coming in second, and they had 26%. So there's just 1% between uh, second and third place. Was number one, the number one logo, Talking Lead, Leadhead Bullet. So that was um, Travis. So Travis, you came in, you came in second place. Congratulations! First place and the winner 
And your new official Leadhead logo, Leadheads, is the Leadhead Brigade. And congratulations to Mr. Scouting, Brad Scouting. Uh, again, we took a little a little liberties with some of the designs. Um, yours is going to be the T-shirt and the patch that we're going to come out with next with 1776 United. We're going to tweak it a little bit more, but the final product is going to be beautiful, and you guys are going to love it. So once we get those made and get them out, uh, we'll make posts so you guys can go and get your new Talking Lead T-shirts and patches. Uh, but Brad, congratulations. You won your design. So you get the T-shirt, you get the patch, you get the original Talking Lead shirt, and you also get a $100 gift card to uh, 1776 United's web store. So you can buy the losers uh, your T-shirt and send it to them. <laughs> <laughs> so again... Thanks so much. Thanks to 1776 United for uh, helping us with this this contest. It's been fun. And like I said, we had a lot of great ideas. And I wouldn't be surprised uh, second and third place if at some point in time maybe yours also made it on a T-shirt. They're that good. So congratulations to everybody. Uh, thanks to everybody for voting, taking part. Uh, we got to do this again. we got to come up with another idea, Nate. Um, so what people. happened to the fourth entry, the one that I sent you, the, the picture I drew of you? <laughs> I didn't see that one. It never made it. Yeah, you did. It never made it. Yes, it had all the bedazzle on the envelope. No, yours <laughs> didn't make it. It must have got lost in the mail. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't see that one. But we did. Oh, we actually did have some, uh, some people with uh, some designs for our jack wagon train. So I think that might be uh, the next logo that we're going to go for and do a little competition and for you guys to design something for the jack wagon train a logo for that so stay tuned you know we could add to the kitty on that too you know I'll, we could send them a 3 8 12 inch gong okay here we're going to start building it now so that's we're it's in the works so we're going to do a jack wagon train a logo i got to get with james on this <laughs> uh get his approval but uh, we'll do it. So we'll start building the kitty on that one. That'll be a huge one. Let's get this mother crock. I'm sure we got something to add, too. Yeah. Okay. We can send something to the fella that just won also, a 12-inch 3-8. What? Well, look at you go. With <laughs> Brad, <laughs> you are racking up, brother. How about we give our consolation prize? How, how about we give the, the runners up something? Yeah, do you have any in the shape of a turkey? Yeah, yeah we got turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, that's one of the shoots that we do here is uh, we, it's our family turkey shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, the, the last place person gets a little, uh, it's a mechanical digital turkey that does the chicken dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And they have to hang on to it until the next year, and they pass it off to the next loser of the next year. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's cool. So everybody's a winner. And, uh, I, you know, I think we're we're actually going to send the the runners up a little something something too. But that's yeah. very generous of you, Bud. Thank you. Thank you for doing so it. Eights, eights, and sixes or whatever. To the runners up. Yep. yep. They'll they'll be happy with anything they get. So <laughs> just know, uh, Chuck and and Travis, that uh, you guys are going to get a little something something for your efforts too. We appreciate you Love taking you, part. And uh, the and the winner, uh, Brad, you just you just racked up, brother. Bam!
just like that. That's all there is to it, Dustin. That's all there is to it. A winner. Just like that. We'll be right back, Mark. Don't go away. So, <laughs> congratulations. That's how we do here on Talking Lead. So, you guys take part in our contests and our giveaways, and uh, you're not going to be disappointed. I promise. I promise you that. All right. So, let's get into our Big Three East. Uh, interviews. But before we do that, I want to thank Bud and Lori and your friend Troy for taking the time and being on. If you guys have questions about uh, AR500 Steel Targets that uh, X Steel Targets makes, give them a give them a call, shoot them an email. They're happy to answer any questions. Work on a design if you've got a design in mind. They can you know make them from scratch, but they've got a, a wide variety there at their their website XSteelTargets.com. Um, Anything else to add, guys, on that? Look out for the new stuff, too. Yeah, your new products. Yeah. I don't know if we got a promo code set up with you guys yet. or We need to. We, we need well, we to. had one. We had one, yeah. so let's reactivate it. It's Leadhead is what we normally use. Right. Okay. So, you guys, uh, the Leadhead discount code is active at X-Steel Targets. You get, a, you get a nice 10% discount, which their targets are already some of the best, if not the best priced still targets on the market. So that's nice. Thank you guys for doing that. And I know the lead heads appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. And uh, we want to thank all the other sponsors of talking lead right on the official optics of talking lead. That's R I T O N right on USA.com for your optic needs. They've got binoculars. They've got uh, rifle scopes. Uh, they're working on some spotting mm-hmm. scopes. And maybe uh, a rangefinder in the future, but they've got red dots, uh, a nice micro red dot that they just came out with with a 3x magnifier, uh, crystal clear optics. You guys will not be disappointed. And again, the price point on these things is unbelievable. And use the Leadhead discount code Leadhead to get a 20% discount at Right On USA. And oh, by the way, if you're military, law enforcement you get 40% off. So you get in touch with Brady over there at Ride On, and uh, he'll let you know uh, what you guys need to give him to get that 40% off. We use Ride On over at Frontier, and their optics for the price, you will not find better quality optics. They just they stomp the ever-loving, you know same, what Same quality, you'd be paying double for. Easily. Yeah. Uh, yeah I've, looked at, I've looked through loopholes versus theirs, and... You know, there's right up next to them, stand toe to toe with them. They're going somewhere. I'll say that much. Yeah, definitely. I mean, to check them out. I'm I'm always in the market for good optics. Okay, that's well, all I use now. We will hook you up definitely. Uh, Modern Spartan Systems optimize your firearms with Modern Spartan Systems line of gun cleaning products and lubricants. They've got grease. They've got the 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 gun oil. They've got the carbon destroyer. They've even got a glass cleaner for those optics you get from Right On USA to keep those uh, those those lenses crystal clear. And they even got products for your vehicles and your if you're into industrial industry cutting tools and stuff machines. Uh, but I don't know what kind of machinery you guys use, but they've got products for heavy machinery. Um, I know Nathan's into gun manufacturing, you know. So uh, check them out. The lead sled is over three hundred ten thousand miles. And I've been using their TVT engine oil additive product, and it's running like a top, man. Got I've got no problems with it, knock on wood, so far, <laughs> since I've been using that. I've probably used it for over a year now. 
I even put it in my lawnmower now. I put it in um, Tia's. She's got a uh, like an 87 vet. I threw it in her 87 vet, and it runs a lot smoother now since I put it in there. But give them a try, modernspartansystems.com. And then, of course, X-Steel Targets, the best, most affordable AR-500 steel targets on the market today, X-Steel Targets. X-Steel Targets. Get in touch with Bud. Enough said. Frontier Tactical, developers and makers and producers of the Warlock multi-caliber system for your AR-15. And, oh, by the way, they also make a full line of AR-15s. It's the FT line. Nate, you want to talk about that? Sure. We actually, uh, we're going through a huge rework of pricing and product lines and, and what we're carrying for consumers versus what we're carrying for dealers and a new website launch and some other crazy quiet stuff going on behind the scenes. And we're working on some stuff together. <clears throat> we are. Nate and I. Yeah. 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 It's going to be uh, freaking amazing. And is there a leadhead discount code at Frontier Tactical? There will be. Uh, the new website is still a work in process, so I don't want to mess anybody up with a discount code that is non-functional because of the migration. Gotcha. So, so that's the that code. Comes, right. Yep. And that's once it, once we're you know blessed off that everything's good, then it's just a matter of flipping the switch and making it live, and, and I'll get that out to you and your lit heads. Very nice. FrontierTactical.com, guys. Glock, the official carry of me, left hand of talking lead. Uh, I've been rocking... The uh, Glock 23, Gen 3 Glock 23, and Gen 4 Glock 27. But I recently uh, have switched over. I've got the Gen 519, and I'm loving it. Loving that Gen 519. Um, check them out at us.glock.com. And then, of course, all their lifestyle products they have, shirts and hats and coolers and you name it. They've got it. us.glock.com. High Threat Concealment. Uh, check them out at highthreatconcealment.com. They've got your uh, holsters, your mag pouches, your belt rigs, uh, everything you need to comfortably and concealably carry your magazines and guns and what have you. Highthreatconcealment.com. All right, guys. So we're going to cut into our Big Three East interviews now. Enjoy, and don't forget to support those who support the show. All right, it started. So. Okay, we are here in cool, sunny Daytona Beach, Florida, doing the Talking Lead podcast. I'm sitting here with my trusty man, Lefty. I'm sitting with the fine gentleman from the uh, the Mission First Tactical in the Palmetto State Armory. Gentleman next to me is named David Edelman. How are you doing today, sir? Good. Mission First. David, welcome in, buddy. We're happy <laughs> and to be here. We have... Uh, Adam from Palmetto State, who I'm actually pretty familiar Big with. Big Adam. There he boom. is. Boom. Boom. Tanner Wright blowing up in the background. PSA. Boom. You couldn't get a better background noise. No, that was... That what was a Wednesday, boom. right? Right. Blowing stuff. I'm not even hungover yet. Yet. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll get there. This, <laughs> this is, is a win. Yeah. This yeah. is what this town's known for. You'll get there. That's what tonight's for. Yeah, Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So we've got a lot to talk about with you guys. I know you both have uh, a lot of new stuff hitting the market. And you've got it here at Big Three East that uh, we got a little hands-on earlier. Tomorrow we'll get a little more hands-on. Uh, let's start with Adam with Palmetto State Armory. What uh, what do you guys bring into the table? Man, days? we got to bring the heat. You know, bring in the heat. We baby. don't want to reinvent the wheel, but we want to make our wheel 
a little bit more dependable and a little bit more affordable. So a little smoother. Exactly, exactly. You know, a little lighter in the checkbook never hurt anybody. That so always is a good thing. Obviously, last show we brought some fun stuff. We brought an AR nine, which I affectionately call the big boy BB gun. The big boy. And uh, man, it was good. fantastic. It's had good. a great reception. It's been really neat to see it in the pistol caliber carbine competitions across the country. You know, running against twenty five hundred dollar guns from other companies. That hey, they're great guns, but unfortunately, everybody doesn't necessarily have that kind of money right you know so while it's fantastic to be able to have that gun uh we wanted the blue collar guy to be able to go out there and have just as good of quality um material that he knew that if he went down and he lost it wasn't because of he couldn't afford to play right so i mean you guys are known for your outstanding prices anyway i mean you guys i don't know how you do it i don't know how you stay in business well, our joke, well, our joke, our strategy is we take a loss on everything we sell, but we make it up in volume. So, not really sure how that's <laughs> going to play on the long run. Quality over quantity, right? Exactly, you, you get it, it. you yeah, get right. it. But um, Buy so. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's a business strategy. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get fired for sooner than later, but right. until then, well, we're going to run with it. Don't jinx it. Don't exactly. Jinx it. And knock on wood, right? But anyways, so we've got the pistol caliber carbine in 9mm, so we said, why not step it up? Why don't we do an AR-45? And the Bam. next thing you know, we're throwing bigger lead downrange, and it's bigger just a grapes. bigger boy BB gun, and it has almost as minimal of recoil as the 9, but you're shooting 45 out of a rifle. I mean, right. you can't go wrong with that. Not only is it great for the competition world, it's a great home defense rifle. You know, you can turn that thing, obviously, with the changing and the pistol brace, mm-hmm. change the game. You know, I mean, and let's, let's hope that, that, that kind of level-headed thinking works when we, as we, as we continue with the 2A movement in this country. Yep. And as long as it does, you have this, you have this opportunity to have something, uh, without having to jump through all these asinine hoops. And you can have a right. pistol caliber carbine. That's Deterrences is, is, you know, that's what I call them. Well, that's much They're just more set up to deter you the from, professional from wanting to buy shit. Yeah, I just wanted to say asinine on an iPad <laughs> or an iP- iPod. No, no. A podcast? Podcast. <laughs> we have some water. He, he, had, the, he <laughs> had the pod right. We yeah. can't I said mad. pod. Yeah, yeah, we have pod. He got the keyword. We saw where you're going with yeah, that. So you guys have a, you've got a 45, you got a pistol caliber carbine at 45 now. We do. Are you the first to come out with that? Uh, let's just say uh, we, uh, we feel like we're helping lead the way on this okay not only I'm that i think who else has i don't think anybody else has a not only that but you can buy the completed rifle right now on our website for 4.99 what whole thing whole thing like 4.99 right ready to run what for, mags is it using it's using a glock bag it's using okay so you're using the glock 45 so it's a 13 round mag right now we need them you know obviously we need a fun stick from them on that you're <laughs> gonna do that just for palmetto exactly yeah, yeah. but you know what not come out with a 45 fun stick Ever, <laughs> but if you know if the trend continues, you know they're going to follow what's the trend. And yeah, that's absolutely. There's a demand for it. Drums, exactly. So we've got the 45. We just came out with a 22 conversion kit, which obviously is running completely off the AR-15 platform, AR-15 lower, AR-15 upper. But you need a different bolt, a different barrel, and a different magazine. Mm-hmm. So you can get the bolt barrel, the whole setup, an upper AR-22 AR upper for 2.99. Two nine. Now is this upper like a complete upper with the rail and everything, or is it oh, just yeah. the barrel? No rail. So you're rail. just you're popping your pins and you're putting this one in its and, place, and dropping a new bolt carrier group in there. But that comes with it, right? And then you just throw in the magazine. So you're popping the top, replacing it with your top. So you're still running. You can run on that same reliability. But you can get that weight feel. You know, you can get your practice in, but running it on a twenty two. Sure. I mean, yeah, our listeners all. I mean, they know the benefits of the, the and 22. doing that for two ninety nine. 
Two ninety nine. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. that's I've had steal. dinners that cost more than that. Unfortunately, <laughs> <You> <laughs> last night was one. Our tab at Hooligans <laughs> last night was about four Three times, times that. that. Yeah, yeah. So they'll get you. Yeah. So, but you know, that's a great thing. And then the other thing that we're really proud of is we stepped it up. The complete opposite of the twenty two would be like the six five Creedmoor. So we said, hey, so you let's complete opposite. Let's Bam. yeah, let's step into that long distance category a little bit. And the six five Creedmoor is such a cool round. Obviously developed for the military aspect. Still something they're considering in different different platforms. And yeah. It's just a cool, fun round. The six five is is gaining a lot of, of uh, momentum here lately. That and the six eight Grindle, which is hint hint. We, yeah, we've had a lot of companies here just. They dedicate half their, you know, half their showtime to just the Grendel. Exactly. Guys will come in and that'll be their whole thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The six five Grendel. So the the, the Creedmoor, the Grendel, those are things that are huge right now. So we came out the six five Creedmoor, and the thing about it is, is it's a fun, accurate, long range gun that we put together with an enhanced polished trigger already in the gun. Everything you see that you need to step out and start running it, minus the optic, mm-hmm. for under eight hundred dollars. You just heard it, guys. Can't a six beat five it. Creedmoor for under eight hundred dollar. Can't beat it. So really, I, I can't think of you. No, I can't. I, that's that's unheard of. So what what size is the barrel on the this? barrel on the standard one is a twenty inch. Okay, so twenty inch, and then do you have like a shorter one? Oh, we do have a sixteen inch, but you don't really. In my personal opinion, more, yeah. yeah, and then we're gonna have a twenty four inch as well. Go um, even longer. Go even longer. You nice. know, reach out and really touch someone. Yes. And you know, the cool thing is we've been able to work with some amazing partners in this industry, like Mission First Tactical, like Glock. And what we're doing is we're we're finding things that people like about all the different aspects. What do they like? What do they want in a stock? What do they want in a handguard? What do they want in a magazine? Mm-hmm. And we're able to because we pride ourselves in being a company of the people. We're the blue collar guys gun store and we're the blue collar guys gun manufacturer. So what we're going to do is we're going to go out there and we're going to find you a mission for a stock that works on a 6.5 Creedmoor. We're going to find you <laughs> a Glock mag that works on a 45 right. AR. And we're going to continue to do that and we can't do it without the partners we have like David over at Mission First, like Corey at Glock and working with the consumer and that's how you come in. We're helping get our voice out there and right. then seeing the return on it. The, those comments that we get, whether it be on social media whether it be you know on your on, or, or, or responses to your your podcast, yeah, yeah. I said podcast. You or, did. It or, wasn't iPod. Or even, <laughs> you know, I'm learning. You get a star you know, for the day. Or I even learned. or even people that come to us at NRA show at Shot Show and say, "Hey, wish you would do this." Which I mean, that's that's your best time to do is at NRA because that's you know that's, that's what we're there for. That's, yeah, the, that's yeah. what it's that's. But what we read those. We read those comments on our social media. We we take notes when people say stuff to us. You know, when you say, "Hey, people have been asking for this." That's why we're here, and that's why it's such a pleasure to be a part I mean, of it. It shows. It shows in uh, not only uh, the products that you're putting out, you know, that you're listening to. You know, you got your pul- your thumb on the pulse, you know, so to speak, of what's hot and what people are wanting, uh, but also the price point that you guys come in. It's just it's unheard of. So our CEO, you know. Kind of my last point. Our CEO's name is Jamin McCallum. Oh, yeah. He's uh, served 20 years in the military. He's been deployed twice. Um, and his thing was, he was a CPA by trade when he came back from his second deployment, uh, suffering from TBI. And the man literally was looking at a screen every day and said, I can't do this. He was literally driving to the point of some pretty bad thoughts. Mm-hmm. So he started a firearms company because it was his passion. And, you know, obviously we have to make a margin to be able to survive and to be able sure. to operate a business. But his goal is where can we find that threshold between making money and putting a firearm in every law-abiding citizen's hands in A quality firearm. A qual- something that you can be proud of, not only to go out to arrange with, but to know if, if shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. The common man can pick this up. And exactly. Go, right? and, and defend his family and defend his rights. 
And what better to know that as a company that you're enabling somebody to defend. And not only that, but you know, the hunters that out, you know, that are out there, make it affordable for them. You make it affordable for the competition shooters. So, you know, competition shooting is expensive as hell. It really is. You know, so going out and you mean, you got to buy the holsters, you got to buy the belts, you got to buy the the guns, the magazines, and you know, it's, it it adds up. I think that's one of the reasons it's not growing. So you make it affordable for people to get into the sport. It's not growing as fast as some people want it to. They're saying, why? It's so much fun. Because let's be frank, the the plumber that's making $40,000 a year and supporting a family of three, you can't afford to do it. It's not possible. Exactly. It's a money pit, right? So we want to be able to help them do that. Yeah, that's where PSA comes into play. That's baby. our mission statement, man. Yeah. To put a firearm. Doing quality. God's work, baby. Hey, we're doing Uncle Sam's work on the <laughs> outside from the, from the old school day when the, when the, we wrote some stuff down on a piece of paper. And, you know, a lot of people are going away from it, but that piece of paper still stands very, very important to us. Very cool. Very cool. So you got a couple of plugs there, David. I did, man. From, from Adam. Don't mess talk, it up on the inverse good. side, David. <laughs> <laughs> So Mission First Tactical, I've heard of you guys. I've seen a lot of your products. Uh, you've been in some of the big box stores, too, in your products. So yeah. I know all of our listeners have heard of Mission First Tactical. And, of course, the buttstock is the one thing that, you know, that really stands out. It's kind of your trademark, I guess. That so, is. So we're, we're manufacturing everything in the United States. There you go. Manufacturing in the United States. Yes, sir. Everything not assembled. Not assembled. Yeah. Not packaged. Not shipped. Manufactured from start to finish. Uh, a lot like PSA and their quality products. We take a lot of pride. PSA tag. <laughs> Shameless plug. There Hashtag it is. PSA. <laughs> uh, and where are you guys out of? We're uh, in Pennsylvania, just north of Philadelphia. Okay. So and how long have you been in business? How long has Mission First been around? Seven years, but we've been doing this for a whole lot longer. So a lot of people think that we came out of nowhere and just kind of exploded on the scene, and, and that was not that. You know, it wasn't not an accident. Case, yeah. It wasn't a happy accident. It was planned. We felt that there was a, a, a big opportunity out there and that for quality AR accessories. You know, there's one big player out there. Everybody knows who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't necessarily. Starts with a mag, ends with a pull. <laughs> I think those might be the guys. Is that who I don't about? think David wanted you to give that a plug. <laughs> yeah, just going to yeah, throw yeah, that yeah, out yeah. there. Well, I mean, they're out there. It's just just yeah. go ahead and say it. You Call know? it yeah, for what it is. They are the Call only kind of gorilla. Yep. Yeah, that, that's, that shows um smarts on your part you recognize your competition you know it's out there but at the same time there's enough room you know for for a company like yourself to come in too and and do just fine and they make great quality u.s manufactured product too sure and they are everywhere so we just wanted to but offer people like options that's it there's an yeah. alternative out there for for another great u.s quality made product and uh, a lot of guys doing rifle builds don't want the same rifle and every and every you know, to look the same and, and right safe. so we're giving them that that option, and yeah. uh, we are known for our minimalist butt stock by far. But everybody needs the minimal. That. I couldn't think of what it's yeah, the minimalist butt stock. Yeah. yeah, love that thing. I think that's what I got right there. Yes, it? sir, that is. Yep. So yeah, I've got that rocking on my PCC over there. Right to my right. Pistol caliber carbine, nine millimeter. Yeah. Well, we uh, we make everything for the AR. So handguards, stocks, grips, rails, mags. You do it all. We do it all. Everything okay. I wasn't there. aware that you did all that. I knew that you were doing uh, the hand, uh, the uh, pistol grips, and the butt stocks. So tell us about some of the other products here. So we got some new so products. Hand guards. We're releasing that big three. Uh, free float handguard in both key mod and M lock. Nice thing about our free floats, it utilizes a split bushing for a standard barrel nut. So if you're going to convert your rifle over, no need to go take the barrel off and put a custom barrel nut in there. Mm-hmm. It's a swing arm system that locks in place with three bolt. And what you do is you just put the bushing on the on the barrel nut, slide it in place. Mm-hmm. There's an, uh, a 
any rotation tab on the inside on the split bushings. Okay, so on the inside. To, you don't have to worry about receiver specs. Right. A lot of problems with that in the beginning. Uh, so it's a steel arm, swing arm that swings in place, locks into the split bushing, and then there's three Torx head screws that you would tighten down. Gotcha. And that's what holds it in place. Nice thing about that, if you have a catastrophic failure, you pop a gas tube, all you got to do is pop three screws, flip that swing arm out of the way, slide it off, and you're in there doing it. You're ready to go. There's no... You know, screw on one it's side It's going to line bit. up the same way every time. And what's the weight on those? They're light. They're light. They are light. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. Okay. They are light. <laughs> and they're uh, a little bigger on the diameter, so they don't heat up quite as fast. But the reason we did that is that you can insert up to a two-inch suppressor into that handguard. That's still. big. That's what I've been missing That's is being able to, you know, get that counter sink on uh, some of my, you know, like you said, suppressors and some of my flash hiders and whatnot. So Great. Well, we got to get you on then. Yes, we do. I've got another build that I'm wanting to do. So. All right, great. That'll, that'll, what are we doing in? Don't we all? Don't we all have another build <laughs> another we want to do? Another build I want to do, yeah. PSA would be out of business if you never had another <laughs> right? build you wanted to do. <laughs> Well, we're doing them in key mod and M-Lock, and we're doing them 15, 13 and a half, 10, and 7-inch. Okay. Are you doing different colors? A lot we do of options. Black and uh, tan right now. Black and tan. That's it. The way I like my drinks. <laughs> <laughs> we're also debuting a new polymer M-Lock drop-in handguard, $34.99, so really reasonable. Pops in just like the original handguard, mm-hmm. so super easy to install. Throw a QD in there for a right-hand shooter. M-Lock on all four sides. Again, just... A different footprint. Listening to our OEM partners, trying to get something that looks different than what's right. our, you know already out there in a big way. Really feels really good. Really excited about it. Just do you have that here? We do. Hot okay. off the press. I got to check that one out. I haven't seen that one yet. Go check come it out. By, come by and shoot it. I'm going to. Please. I'm going to. Please. Absolutely. And so then, mission first. Your website. Yep, missionfirsttactical.com. Missionfirsttactical.com. And you guys can, as we're talking about these products, go ahead and pull up their website and look at this stuff as we're talking about it. Uh, you getting ready to talk about something else new you got? I got, I got one last thing. No, uh, kind of keep them coming, man. Keep them coming. The hits keep coming. Yeah, you're fine. Kind of, kind of out of left field, but we got into Kydex holsters. So we brought our okay. manufacturing prowess, uh, into the Kydex holster market to offer a high quality, consistent quality product at a reasonable price that we can deliver in volume. Going back to our, you mentioned we're, we're nationally in big box chains. Right. That, that was the driver behind it. There's not a lot of guys okay. out there. So I assume that you're going to be doing uh, di- the different brands, the holsters for different brands, or is you we got a specific um, brand right now? We got top 30 pistols in the marketplace covered. Okay. We're going to expand it a, l- a little bit more. Um, we're doing an outside the waistband, and then we're working. I got prototypes of inside the waistbands and appendix carries here okay. with me. So tell me, because, I mean, there's 18,000 holster companies out there what sets you guys apart with your kydex sure so like i said super saturated uh, we brought our manufacturing prowess so mm-hmm. we have a reasonable price point everything again is manufactured in the united states uh, and what really sets us apart from a lot of the other guys out there doing it is our relationships like our relationship with palmetto mm-hmm. i can call up say Corey at glock and say hey look this is what we're doing I can get pistol pistol technical data packets. Get the exact specs and everything. Exact specs, and my engineers can then build our tooling off of. So we're not smushing plastic over. No guesswork. No guesswork. What kind of what kind of uh, retentions are you using for your holsters? So the retention's designed in. It's a audible click. We didn't put a a retention screw in there on the OWB because we got it right, Uh and we can consistently get it right. Well, no, for for your uh, your clips for hooks. Oh, so uh, right now they ship with uh, one and three quarter inch belt loops on the OWB, and then on the IWB it's going to be a one and a half inch clip. 
Okay. So they're, they're going to be the thread that you put your belt through, or are they going to be the hooks? The hook, can, so the IWB uh, will be the hook. Okay. And then the OWB, it's the uh, thread. But we did do the – there's kind of a, a standard out there now for where you put the pop rivets um, so that you can use other people's belt attachments. So if gotcha. you prefer the clips, right now we don't make them. We, we do have plans on making them, but you could go – on any of the websites. Put whatever you want on. And, and buy it for nine ninety nine and, and pop our belt loops like off a and pop your clips off. Ulti clip or something if yeah. you want to throw well, an ulti clip on Yes, there. sir, you definitely could do that. What? <laughs> nice plug for ulti clip. I like it. I Thanks. Like it. Thanks. They're good people. They are. They are good. I want to I want to push and promote them. They're not sponsored or anything. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, Doug and uh, Stacy. Great they're, people. They're I've not met people. the owner yet. Um, him and his wife to are meet fantastic him at Shot as well. They are. They're super kind people. They were next to us at the NRA Carry Guard show. Cool. And just man, they were fantastic people. Just genuinely salt of the earth. Like they're they're missionaries in the Philippines, yep. and a large percentage of their profit. They still actually, are. Yeah, they that's are. where they live. That's, yeah, I'm saying, but a large percentage of their profit actually goes to helping people in the Philippines. Yeah, I think I think the majority of it. Yeah, I bought I bought a couple of them just because yeah. I don't even have anything to put them on right now. It's <laughs> right. like it's like the the guy you know you're walking into Walmart and he's like ringing the bell. I was like, yeah, I'll take them. I donated I donated to the last four guys. He's looking at like, sure you did, buddy. So you got to drop five bucks. In. It's kind of like that. Wonderful so, people. I've got a few extra ones, so you leadheads stay tuned. I'm going to be giving those away uh, randomly to random leadheads. So um, you never know when I'm going to do that. So stay on your toes. So, you guys, anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm just excited to be right here. Now? You know, I know you and I talked a little last night about some yeah. opportunities to uh, work together a little more closely. So, yeah, excited yeah. about that. So, you guys stay tuned. We could be making a big announcement. Yeah, so excited about that. Excited to be at Big Three. Excited to be with great partners like Mission First and all these people out here. And just excited to see what this is. Living our here. lives, you know, uh, no matter what's going on out in our country right now. I mean, you guys exercise your rights. Don't live in fear. Absolutely not. Go yeah. out and enjoy your Second Amendment rights. Go to the range. Go hunting. Yeah. You know, defend That's yourselves. Do it proudly. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. But don't do it stupidly. <laughs> you were doing so good. Don't be stupid. Yeah, was, ladies and gentlemen, me, lefty. Ladies had, and gentlemen. Had me yeah. motivated. I was like, oh, yeah, I was, I was getting roused. And then, woof, yeah, yeah, all the wind out of the sand. Yeah, right. well, I edit so. <laughs> I'll have some kind of motivational music behind that, building up to uh, call to arms. Right, right. Well, no. So did you give? Did you give uh, Palmetto's website and everything? We uh, obviously, PalmettoStateArmory.com. Uh, our Facebook is Palmetto State Armory, and then our Instagram is the real Palmetto State Armory. The real, the real one, full real, for all the reals. I'm sad you all didn't bring reals. Paul. Paul is scared. Paul's my no buddy, fear, man. Yeah. <laughs> Paul's our head of R and D, uh, and he is legitimately a mad scientist. Paul so. sent me a message, and uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you know, I was planning on doing this and doing that, uh, coming out, but they won't let me come." And he goes, "Oh darn it, I can't do the show." <laughs> <laughs> I remember the last time, the first time I did the show with Paul in the room, he let me talk for 45 minutes and then whispered in my ear, everything you're saying is wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> After doing the show for 45 minutes. So and I had to go back and edit everything that we said. I actually, yeah. I actually, Richard, I actually yeah, exactly. verbally, I went in, you said something yeah, yeah. wrong and yeah. I went in and edit. I said, I said, uh, I think you said like, uh, two, two, three or something, something like yeah. that. And I was like, Seven six two, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you can and you can clearly tell that I'd cut that in yeah, over your voice. <laughs> Let's be honest, I'm not here for my brain power, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's here for his prettiness. 
He's pretty. He is pretty. I didn't even know I was here for that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> well, thank you again for having me. All right, guys. Yeah, let's Absolutely. go back to the range. I want to try out some of this, uh, this, this new things you guys are telling me about. I haven't, did you have the 6.5 here? Yeah, we do. Oh, I didn't shoot that. What was that? I was shooting the. No, no, you're, no you're shooting. That was a six five. Was that the six five? Yeah, that okay. was a six five. You were shooting it pretty well. I got some cool video of you shooting it too. Okay. Until you almost broke it. Shocker. That's <laughs> it, literally I'm famous for breaking shit. So if you've got something you want, you make sure that it's. Right. You know. I gave him an AK, and then did you just break the extractor on it? What did you break on it? I no, broke the the, the, the the safety toggle. The yeah. hand, the handguard latch. Yeah, oh, the handguard latch. Snap the handguard latch. We've had like, you know, I mean, any gun when you sell it in volume, you're going to get back. We've had like 30 or 40 of them back. Little things, whether it's, you know, safety latch broke or whatever. (laughs) They were like, how does this even happen? I was like, well, it's him. Give it a left. Yeah. I was like, I call him up. I'm like, I broke your AK. He's like, bullshit. I was like, you can't break it. He's like, no, I broke it. No, I broke it. Send pictures of it. He's like, I did. Send it back. (laughs) Shocker. Shocker. Well, cool. I'm going to go shoot some guns. All right. Sounds good, guys. Let's get to it. We'll be back with more interviews. Absolutely. At the Big Three Eastern, Daytona Beach, Florida. Nice, guys. All right, Lead Heads. That does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you guys leave us some feedback, some ratings, some reviews on those podcasting systems that you're listening to us at. We greatly appreciate that. And make sure you're going and supporting those companies that help support and sponsor the Talking Lead Show. Right on, rightonusa.com. That's R-I-T-O-N, the official optics of Talking Lead. Modern Spartan Systems, modernspartansystems.com. X-Steel Targets, xsteeltargets.com. Frontier Tactical, FrontierTactical.com, Glock, US.Glock.com, and High Threat Concealment, HighThreatConcealment.com. And we want to give a big thanks to our SHOT Show sponsors, sponsors of the Lead Quarters, Keltech. Check them out at KeltechWeapons.com, and we're going to have more coming from those guys uh, before SHOT Show. Asymmetric Technologies, they are making it possible for us to attend the 2018 SHOT Show again this year. So big thanks to Brian Borkowski and the gang over at Asymmetric Technologies. AsymmetricTechnologies.com. And one more big congratulations to Brad Scouton, the winner of the Leadhead Logo Design Contest. Congratulations, Brad. We, we appreciate the logo design idea. Make sure you get in touch with me, and we're going to hook you up with uh, cool prizes. And a big thanks to everyone who participated. Chuck Sanford, Travis Chapman, thank you for your designs. And like I said, don't be surprised to see those down the road on a Talking Lead t-shirt as well. Until next episode, Leadheads, as always, keep your loved ones close and keep those firearms closer. <laughs>